0: guys, and welcome to episode 42 of For the Kudos. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with... Brett. <laughs> how are you? I'm good, how are
1: you? Good. How'd you pull up? Not too bad. I um, just did two easy runs yesterday, yeah. and then, which is kind of a nice recovery, like no long run.
0: So you back as
1: well? No, no. We bust to Sydney and then flew back. Yeah. Um, to get the royal treatment
0: on the way home, I know, but not yeah, pre-race. Yeah, it's good.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and then, I don't know. I feel... I feel Pretty good. Like, my ankles and stuff felt really stiff and sore from just, I think, smashing downhills and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Nah, feeling A bit of different terrain
0: as well. Looked like yeah. there was mud, sand, hard dirt. Yeah. Everything, right? Yeah.
1: It was, uh, yeah, a brutal course, really. Yeah. So it didn't um, look
0: too hard it looked like you
1: guys all cruised over the hills yeah (laughs) everyone found it easy (laughs) I think it's crazy like in the lead up before the race it's just everyone just talking about how hard the course is how hot it's gonna be yeah and it's just like a lot of worried people going in yeah um Joshua guys' manager was just like ah nah this is easy for Joshua but then apparently Guy said nah um Kip is the one this weekend yeah that's why that's why I
0: I know accepted the defeat Yeah, (laughs) yeah
1: um yeah, I know. I want to speak about Rambo as well, pulling out of World Cross, because I think a few people have been like kind of pissed that he Yeah. Like because Andre obviously ran the um the
0: golden, golden
1: ticket. ticket and then found out not long after that he was now in the World Cross. Like Rambo is literally one or two percent off being mm-hmm. able to race. And he kind of like gave himself every single chance. Like he's been cross-training so hard
0: and like he definitely's was- been doing he's been cross-training pretty much three times a day doing everything he can.
1: Yeah. You know. And he like, like trained on Tuesday. I uh, was like doing 800s. Like was going well. He was going well, um, did he was, n- going well n- was he? <laughs> yeah, well, ah, <laughs> <laughs> all things considering. And then uh, did a, like did another session later in the week. And it was literally Friday morning was like doing like, I think a run and a few strides and stuff. And then he's just like, my, my calf's starting to feel pretty sore. So obviously it just had taken a step backwards. And, Yeah, like at that time, like it's hard because he wanted to run the World Champs so bad. And then he's he's like trying to, to, he's making this thing like, do I weigh enough? Like is it worth the risk and like wanting to run and um, yeah, pulled out. Yeah, it was like happened to be bad timing but like it's just there wasn't really much more you could do. Like Rambo the night before was racing Mm. and then it was just like one run and then he was like, no. That, like I have to make the decision, so yeah, it's um, easy
0: for people to sort of sit back and go, oh well, why didn't you yeah. tell, why didn't he tell Andre earlier? But it's like you got to realize if you're in that position, you're pushing it. It's not like Rambo knew a week out he's not racing and he's like, oh, I'm gonna fuck Andre up. Yeah, right? yeah, no, he's no left not at all. Absolute last second. Yeah. And he's like, you know, if I race this, I'm probably gonna, you know, he could have career-ending, you know, double tear <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. So and
1: Rambo, like, he was second at the trial. He deserved, yeah, to. Take as much time as he as he needed to um to make that call and like the thing with like yeah like I'm serious when he's only two percent off because mm. he is able was able to train yeah. like he's able to train he, he's racing this Thursday it's just he's when he when it tightened up in that run and then he's like okay am I gonna be able to smash these up and down hill. that's the thing if it's a
0: ten k on the road in you know race flats as opposed yeah. to spikes it's like that that's the two percent there yeah and he'd be able to do it but but yeah, yeah.
1: Good, good on Andre though like he, he ran well and like yeah of course it's not the best prep but like to be honest, he didn't have to go that hard in the no. in, in the golden ticket race um, and he could have also come seventh he didn't have to win it either mm, true it was just it was just, that was the heat yeah. to get into the final so um, who yeah.
0: did come seventh in the golden ticket
1: um, was it eighth Benny was ben Bro, yeah, seventh was Benny yeah
0: how did no. he go in the race
1: yeah, I think he ran pretty good. Yeah. So the, the uh, yeah, the only thing with the golden ticket is that they're not in the results. Yeah. So I actually don't really know what people came, but um, but still, it's cool. It's a bit
0: unfortunate. Uh, I suppose it doesn't make sense. There should be some sort of asterisk thing or you put them in the bottom where they can have like an yeah. asterisk at a time at least yeah. so can get, people can go and see. But, yeah, I suppose they're not in the world champs. So. Yeah.
1: I know there's a few people saying, geez, the fucking golden ticket guys ran pretty well because like, yeah. they were – some of them were right up there, so yeah, um, no, it was good. It was good. A uh, little Australian team and a gold thing, ticket team in the men's,
0: yeah, yeah, it was hot. Really
1: good women's team as well. So,
0: mm. big episode. Um, we've got the second half of the Matt Centrowitz episode, yep. which is uh, interview, I should say, which was really good. Um, had a lot of positive feedback on the first part, and we also have that special rapid fire. Q&A, uh, coming out Wednesday night this week and that's coming out to subscribers of The Blue Line so yeah. if you're not subscribed to The Blue Line head to theblueline.substack.com and that will be there Wednesday night
1: yeah looking forward to that it was um, it was fun and it was good yeah it'd be good, good people to hear so it's yeah that's exclusive content that you can only get on The Blue Line so yeah or pirated from back from I don't
0: know.
1: Second time I made it this week, went, made a joke this week about UT. Really? When you when you couldn't upload the video last week, I'm like, fucking tell Duff to stop <laughs> <laughs> downloading shit on UTorr. <laughs> <laughs> Must be on my mind. But uh yeah. I've uh, been using chat GPT this week. You gotta get onto it. It's gonna take over the world. But um no, nah, I so I saw someone do it say a thing about like i'll make a meal plan and i was like all right let's see what like a marathon meal plan is so i wrote
0: um marathon meal plan um and like do you put in your like do you say like for you know 65 kilogram male runner no i didn't i didn't
1: but i i definitely could um that's another thing I have to add in, I guess. But uh, yeah, I just put it in like marathon meal plan for runner and like he came up with one and uh, like every day what I'm like, what to eat. It's crazy. And then I said uh, make it higher carb yeah, because I reckon I like to eat more high carbs. And then I – so I did that and then I said put it into a shopping list. So like put it, everything into a shopping list. <laughs> I went to the shop, bought everything. So I got a full week of food. First time I reckon in my life I've been this prepared to um, – <laughs> So yeah, Thanks full week. Chat, so GPT. I'll, I'll see. I don't know. Maybe it'll um, change my life. But I've got a whole week of uh, meals ready to it'll, go. It'll so it'll
0: definitely change your life when you realize all the um, pulse athletes stop signing up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> his training plan. So one of my athletes, Tom Glover, he sent me. He'd been off program for about you know nine months or something. And we were talking about him starting back up again and he uh we went through a bit of a plan and then he just was he's a bit of a smart ass and just sent me the chat gpt program and it is fun like it is pretty crazy what it can do but then also it's- Kind of, you, you read it and you realize that it's a computer, you know, yeah, like it does, and it's, it's,
1: it's, it's AI, just, it it's, is just the same as a generic program, yeah, like it's pretty much just download one of them and, and spit it, it out, like, yeah. um, so you're just, not getting the feedback that you do get with a coach or, no. um,
0: and not at the moment, <laughs> yeah, so I can chat, to yeah, exactly, soon
1: soon it'll be starts uh, calling you
0: up, going yeah. out the legs, after and yeah, so yeah. Brett. <laughs> you're <a fucking> like, <laughs> hell, um. What about the, we got an inbox when we were on season break or it was yeah, a couple of months ago from somebody and I didn't understand what that, because they didn't mention chat GPT and they'd sent us a script for the podcast and it was with me, you and Sinead and it was like, you know, Joel, like Colin, like a big paragraph, yeah. it was like Sinead. And I was like, fuck this weird fan has just spent <laughs> yeah. like, at, like in a fucking 20 hours writing this script and then at the bottom, I'm like, what is that? And then I'm like, oh, it's chat G V D And it was cooked. <laughs>
1: I know it's so crazy that, and like it is like you're reading it and it's like this is like kind of real yeah. like it looks like it is what it, what we would say kind of a mm. um, few things like we'll take an interest in each other's training like <laughs> yeah. obviously we don't care about that but yeah
0: it. chat GPT somehow makes you funny which is <Yeah>.
1: Um, but yeah, it's cool. it's the future, but we we'll, um I'll keep everyone updated. I only started my meal plan this morning. Yeah. Um
0: well depending on how quick it learns, we might just have Chat GPT on for an interview. Know, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, it's the most fruit I've already eaten in my life, I reckon. <laughs> just today. But uh, yeah, next week I'll update everyone how my week how of eating went. But yeah.
0: also uh train with FTK. We have had a crazy amount of entries from people. Um, it's been insane. Everyone put it, getting really creative, writing um, yeah in- entries as to why they want to be chosen for the Train With FTK for Sydney Marathon. So that's insane. Keep them coming.
1: Yeah, keep sending them in. It's uh, it is cool seeing everyone's little little stories about why we should select them, and yeah. Um, but yeah, we got another few weeks to enter, so yeah, keep sending them in. Um, man, it's hot in here, isn't it? It is so hot. This video is gonna we, be terrible. we to be dripping sweat. <laughs> yeah.
0: Saskia, can you bu- <laughs> buff the sweat out? <laughs> I can start. I was told you before, you Definitely put some sort of some sort of makeup on you post production. Yeah, I know. Your, your skin That's why was I was beautiful. late
1: today. She she was doing my makeup before I got here. <laughs> okay.
0: I looked ugly as sin.
1: Yeah, and you brought a mate with you.
0: <laughs> where's he? Where's he this week? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Um, well, yeah, big training week from you. Obviously, well, not yeah, a big training week.
1: Not but k- was k wise, but.
0: But you've got that big, big week, so let's race through your first uh, five days, and then I want to—I yeah. just want you to go deep because I was away. I had a lot of people asking me, "Oh, what, like, are you coming up to Bathurst and all that?" No, I can't believe you didn't come. No, went camping.
1: Um, <laughs> Real fan of the sport.
0: Yeah, in this podcast. Well, someone someone asked me it was, and I think it was actually my sister was talking about it, and I was like, "Well, I wrote down. I like I haven't told many people this, but when I was doing like the mentoring stuff with Dave." Um, I wrote, this is like middle of last year when I first started that, I wrote like my goals, you know, and wrote them down. And one of my big goals was to make that team. Yeah. Um And yeah, obviously with all the health shit that went and I couldn't even do the trials and it was fucking upsetting and it pissed me off. And I was just like, I don't want to, like I'm that kind of person where while I do want to go, I would have liked to go there and support everyone. There's a part of me that would just be feeling like I should be there racing. Yeah. So I, I didn't I mean to
1: exactly talk about this because I said, I'm like, oh, I thought like, Joel would have come
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I said I, th- I thought a lot of people would have come t- mm. to watch. I think it's like not just to s- support the Aussies but just to see like mm. chapter guy and get sure. that r- run like you don't most people will, like know them off TV and don't yeah. actually get to see him. Um, and then Jack was like, yeah, he goes, I feel like if I didn't make the team though mm.
0: and I wanted to make the team, yeah. I may not come. And that's exactly um, what it was. It was yeah. for me, it's like that feeling like, right, I'm like, while you're racing, okay, or like, you know, I'm just like standing there and then you guys like go back in the bus, on the team bus and then I'm like in my car by myself, you know, that sort yeah. of feeling. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go away fucking camping and just sort of forget about it. So, yeah, in in a little bit like disappointing that I couldn't go experience it but I had fun camping and we can hear about you talking about it. So, yeah, it's fine.
1: Um, yeah, so I'll start with my week just race through it. But, yeah, 60 minutes on Monday morning, um, someone commented, Michael Bridges, uh, bad sleep or big night. Brett, heart rate looks a bit off. Um, Jeez, you
0: can't,
1: can't get can't over hide. No, <laughs> <Can you? laughs> <laughs> nah, I think I just had a bad sleep, to be honest. Um, and I don't know, my watch is probably just off. Every yeah. now and then it's just like the heart rate, wrist heart rate just can be off. Um, Monday Arvo, seven and a half K. And then went down to the track on Tuesday. Um, was hoping, yeah, for an easy session just with this race. Like I just been, I think I spoke about it last week, my... Just been feeling a bit tired, Body's and my bit quads have been shit. Um, but yeah, went down and had a fairly hard session. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was pretty, it was nah, to pretty honest,
1: hard. It's <laughs> one not like I just didn't find it that easy. Where I think the times are very achievable for me. Yeah. Um
0: but you, you and yeah, big K's. But right? also, it's like I feel like once you start those endurance workouts for the marathon stuff, like once you're doing them on a Friday we've t- talked about it so many times, but it's like you, you sort of recover from it li- a little bit and then you've got your long run. So yeah. that adds to it. Yeah. And then come Tuesday, you're not as fresh. Right? Yeah.
1: And I think like probably the last few weeks have been good where I've been getting through a really good Tuesday session, pretty good uh, Friday session. Yeah, And then I... So it's probably just, but I have been feeling shit, but I've been able to still train well, where I probably just caught up with me a little bit for this one. Yeah. Um, so we started with a mile in 74s, which is like...
0: That's slow for For a me,
1: start. I'd never like to do anything in 74s. Well, we um, start at the same pace. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah, or maybe something like that. Yeah. It's a very different session, but 74s for you guys, so that's like, I remember that there's times when we've done, how many, what did you say, a mile? Yeah. Yeah, you've done miles of 68. Yeah. You start with...
1: Exactly, because 74s is a lot slower than my threshold. Yeah. So... Um, and then did a 1200 in 70s. Then we did a 800 in 66s. Yeah. Um, and like I was getting through it fine, to so be honest. I felt fine. And then did we? Did, I did three sets of 600, um, 300. So the 600 was in 137, which is like going through in 65. Then 345. The <laughs> 300 just. Felt like I was sprinting. Like, I don't know. It's just, and I just wasn't, yeah, really feeling good. I just, like, my legs just felt like shit. I was supposed to do four sets and then I just kind of said after three, I'm like, I think I'll just stop it there. Like, I want to. I
0: saw you throwing the the towel.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, Nick was like, yeah, I think you just probably have in the back of your mind that how hard you have to go on on Saturday. And I was like, yeah, definitely. But I just want to be fresh.
0: I actually, I was speaking to Smack in the, because, We smack had to cool down straight away after that session. Yeah. And I said, I think he said something like, um, did you see Brett? You know, I said, Oh, what happened to Brett? And then I'm like, we're talking about who's going to go. Well, smack actually picked Kai to run the best out of everyone. And I go, yeah. And then he goes, yeah, look, I think Brett's pretty tired. And I go, yeah, but Brett, how many fucking world crosses he done? He knows what he's doing. And I was Mm. like, you're going to run well. Um, I think, yeah, obviously making that call.
1: Yeah. And to be honest, I could have finished the session, no sure. worries. That's I was I mean. like, cause I was still we were running under time or on time. Yeah. So I was like, I was just like, I don't really want to dig deep today. At just what cost? To, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: I finished um, the session,
1: but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so I was just, took it easy. Ran 6K that night. Um, Samuel Roberts Set update your marathon PB in your bio. So yep, I'll get onto that, Samuel. <laughs>
0: do um, you have some admin to be able to do that? Yeah.
1: Um <laughs> assistant. And then Wednesday morning, this is when I was traveling up to albury I ran 10K in the morning. Um I actually got drug tested at 6 a.m. that morning. Yeah. Which is a nice little wake-up. Um always. I just yeah, I remember just I'm at six, like I hear a bit of a knock on the door, and I'm just like uh, fuck yeah and then i look at my phone to see what time it is and like i know if it's six or just after it's drug testers yeah and it was like, like 604 so like knocking on your door at yeah 8:00? but i was like i didn't know if it was a dream or like i was just like and then but when it was 604 i'm like yeah it's drug testers so i get up and Welcome. um yeah yeah let him in three of them there so i just like standing there like i am opened the door like in my underwear yeah. like as well <laughs> um come on, guys yeah they come in um it's funny, they all remember Nelson because they've been tested like a few times and they all were like, How's Nelson going? Yeah. But he was, he was still sleeping. Um,
0: you are sweating a bit in here, right? Mate, you?
1: it's getting so hot, isn't it? <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> Why am I sweating when I'm talking about the drug test?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so hot in here. Yeah, fuck, mate, we need a. It's a winter studio. I know. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So then we traveled to Aubrey on the bus that day. Um, the bus actually wasn't too bad. Was like, it like
0: a coach? Yeah. Like a beat. So yeah. And had everyone like, had
1: like there was I don't know, it was like a fifty something zeta and there was okay. fifteen people. Yeah. yeah. Um so it was plenty of room. But it's like it's still not comfortable, but it wasn't I don't know, everyone was like talking about how bad it was gonna be, but it just yeah. it was like a three or four hour drive up to albury And then we got there, had dinner that night. Um worst thing was the next morning had to run at like quarter quarter to seven before we got on the bus again. Again. Um me and I remember Stewie, we just did we did like a 35 minute run, but did four like one minute pickups during yep. that run. Um and that was kind of the last session. And then got up to Bathurst. Um so that was like a sick that, that actually surprises how long it was. I think that was like six or seven hours. In the bus. In the bus. Um and because we've got to stop like every like ninety minutes, which is good for is stretching your body. But I think like it's like a bus thing and they have to stop every like ninety minutes, two hours. Really? Yeah. Why? I think it's like they're not allowed to drive more than two hours straight or something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so got up to Bathurst quickly. Um, so we were a little bit late. I think we were supposed to get at 2.30. We didn't get until 4.00. And you had to look at the um, course cool. between 2.30 and 5.00. So we yeah. quickly just like got dropped at the course before we even like going to the room and like that. went to um, and just walked around the course. Um, and yeah, it was like pretty hot out there. Um, I think
0: hot, hotter out there on the course or in here in the studio right
1: now. No, nah, definitely out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was yeah, and then yeah. So we just walked around. It was, I think everyone was like kind of surprised. It just there was no flat. It was just yeah,
0: it just up and
1: down up. always. Um, yeah, and then adding the little things like the the sand, like the Bondi Beach. Um, Bit bit gimmicky, I yeah. reckon. Like, having the lifeguards there and stuff like it's
0: not really it's exactly nah. what your things we've seen on Instagram was last
1: year. <laughs> yeah, and then we had the after that there was some sprinklers and they were supposed to be to cool cool it down. It just made a mud pit. Yeah, and I and I was not expecting that in the race. Like I thought it was going to be a nice little like yeah. haze kind of thing that you run through. Um, no, just nah, it was just mud just ground, <laughs> um, quicksand. And then the mud pit, which when we first got there on the um, – this was the Thursday. Yeah. It wasn't like – it was a bit muddy but not that bad but we knew once like – I don't know
0: how once many few people few ran through it but
1: there would have been like yeah. – there could have been a thousand people ran through it before yeah. us because there was ra- – races all Friday, all yeah. Saturday um, and we were the, the last race. Um, so by the time we got to it, it was very muddy. It was, it was muddy. Uh, but yeah then just the hills like
0: you could see them because everyone's got like mud on their face yeah so it's yeah.
1: like yeah. yeah it was uh, very muddy but um yeah and then the little tire section at the end as well which um I thought was not necessary
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a nice way to put it but it's yeah like, I don't know
1: I just necessary. feel like it's like I don't know like cross country you can like you're using more like the terrain and like the yeah. mud I don't mind and like it's just like cross country like why are you putting a, like yeah. I don't know. I think it should be just more like running in the bush. Like not orienteering, but like a bit more natural. Yeah. Um, why are you putting in these yeah. weird um, yeah. tire things? And also, know. if a pack of 20 people went through, then all of a sudden they have to go single file. So it yeah. goes from being a pack of 20 people within five seconds to spread out single file. Yeah. So
0: um, like they're, try- they're trying to do... So, you know let's like imagine like world cross in two years is in the netherlands and you have to like crawl through a big wooden clog yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> Do you know. I what know. I mean? yeah it's like it's, it's trying to make it <laughs> yeah
1: like, like the winery thing going through the yeah m- that was cool yeah that was cool but, but there was three routes yeah and no one everyone except for jack for some reason took the first route, because if you go the second or third, it's just longer. Yeah. Um. I under- I do understand Jack taking it on the first lap because it is so busy, so you can run a couple of meters extra. But I reckon no one.
0: But Jack told took me third one. He was like, as he was coming up to it. And he goes, well, I fucking hate chardonnay. I prefer. <laughs> yeah, wine. yeah. Says, I'm not going
1: down to chardonnay. <laughs> I don't drink. That. Gross. <laughs> <But> I do <laughs> I he thinks all wines yucky. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think everyone's impression of the course was, yeah, this is like, it's going to be tough. But um, speaking to all the other countries, like, they were like, why is it so hot out here? <laughs> and like, <laughs> this course is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of.
0: What's oh. the thing? Because, you know, nor- Northern. Uh, yeah, they're coming from winter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Northern Hemisphere. It's just, yeah, way. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's just, a, yeah, a big change. But um, yeah, like, <laughs> it's funny, like, getting off the plane. They like flying for like twenty hours, whatever, from and getting to Sydney. Get on a bus for a few hours, and now they're in like thirty-five degree yeah. weather. They just be like, Whoa, "What Fuck is going on hour. here?" So, yeah. um, I did a six k run that night um, with Izzy, But Doyle, Stewie, Rambo, and Jack. Um, what Night are
0: we talking?
1: So this is Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. So this is it's just insane. after seeing the.
0: Couldn't tell if we've done the race recap. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> this is after doing the. Um,
2: yeah. Looking
1: at the course. Um. Then Friday morning, did an easy 7K with Jack. Um, and then that brings us to race day. So um, we kind of knew it was going to be like, so the whole week it's like, okay, it's going to be 34 degrees for the race. Like it just was like- you pre- prepped for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and everyone is like prepared. Yeah, it's going to be just a ridiculously hot race. Um, and then like the day before, it's like, okay, now a few storms are looking like yeah. it's going to come in around that time. Um, but it was still like saying like, kind of like 6 p.m., like 20% chance of a storm or something like that. And so, like, no one was really thinking it's going to be that bad. If anything, it might just make it humid. Yeah. And then, yeah, on the day, then it's like, all oh, right, looks like there's definitely going to be a storm. And then, it was like, you could see that, like, the weather was supposed to change around that time as well. Um, yeah. So, like, the junior races and the relay, they had it, like, they had the r- dude, real hot yeah. conditions. Um, yeah, like, really. What, was the
0: pe- what did it peak at?
1: Uh, yeah, 34 thirty four, thirty five. 35 yeah. um, and that would have been around the time of the junior girls and junior boys I think yeah. um, RIP yeah so I think yeah a lot of people found it tough yeah. it's just like a course like that if you go out too hard and on a hot day yeah. you can really just do some damage like I remember like watching the junior boys race and seeing like the guys that won but um, like, they came like the top five and they were like, getting across the line and they're stumbling and falling over yeah. and like it doesn't usually happen to the the, the, guys top, to the top top people. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was the, Have you seen the footage of the Japanese guy? No. So in the junior boys, he led. Yeah. And obviously blew up, and then was probably going to finish in like maybe thirtieth or something, and then just with ten m- meters to go, just like it was looked like he was running backwards on a treadmill kind of thing, Fuck. and mm-hmm. then just like stopped, fell backwards. Look like he smashed his head too. And then he's like getting up and like trying to scoot himself oh like God. across the ground. No one likes seeing that. Nah, And, and then. No one can help, right? Because if no one help can help D-Q'd. Yeah. And then gets to one minute ago, falls back. Oh and like God. literally look like he was dead. And everyone's just kind of like That's watching. That's
0: has got to step in, right?
1: And then there was because there was a Japanese guy finished just in front of him. And the Japanese guy, you can see him. He's over the line like trying to like, get him, like yeah. tell him to come. And then eventually he just went and grabbed him. Yeah. And then a wheelchair came. I think they stopped showing it then. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was—it's oh, <laughs> kind of confronting to see just before you are you're 80, seeing people yeah. do this in the conditions. Even when we're warming up, we're seeing someone like on the back of a like uh, kind of like an ambulance yeah. thing. Um,
0: it's like in about a, to go to
1: hospital. So yeah, it's uh it's, yeah, like it's in pretty a, bad. You know, like a,
0: a war movie when like are yeah. people about to go to the front line, and they're seeing the soldiers coming back from the front <laughs> yeah. line, right? And you're just thinking holy fuck, what have I got ahead of yeah, me?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so it was definitely tough conditions for those junior races. Um and then at probably so my race was 6.30. Yeah. And then it's about 530. So I'm just about to start my warm up. And then we hear that they want to start our race 10 minutes early because they, they can the see storm. a storm coming yeah. and like people like get the radar on their phone, you can just see this huge like <laughs> storm coming towards us and then the thing is if there's lightning, then they, it just has to get cancelled yeah. um, because I think when there's lightning, you have to like stop for two hours or something yeah. like that and then obviously that's going to make it dark so you couldn't do it.
0: So if the lightning, if the storm came, just say it just came really quick out of the blue and they're like, we can't hold it, do they postpone it to the next day? I don't
1: know. I okay. don't know. So I heard this, I don't know if it's, I don't know why this is the case, but they were thinking of cancelling the junior races, bringing the senior races
0: forward. forward yeah,
1: and just running them.
0: And just cancelling the junior
1: Cancelling the junior races. Fuck. Um, which, yeah, which would have been crazy. So, yeah. But, um,
0: that's like never never happened before, so sort of, yeah.
1: In but time. No, don't know, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we're like, okay, shit, we better start warming up. This is like now we only have fifty minutes until the race, and then it's got
0: to be quite nerve wracking, you know, when you. You, you're following like your routine yeah. world champs everything is pretty set in stone and then it's like oh by the way you guys have you know 10 minutes less yeah you're like, fuck
1: yeah and then we start jogging and then someone yells out okay they brought forward another 10 minutes so now we're 20 minutes earlier yeah um so by the time now it's uh probably like 545 yeah. and the race is now starting at 6.10 Instead yeah. of six thirty, and so we're like, oh shit! So like everyone kind of like, luckily cut...
0: it's so hot you don't need to warm up much. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But um, everyone kind of cut their warm up. went quickly got their spikes on, and they like they're literally just saying, like, no, nah, get in the quorum now." Wow. Um, and it's just like chaos. Yeah. And then yeah, get up like I don't know. Like you couldn't even really do strides. Like um, I did like one shot of my warm up, and then you go into the quorum, They put in this little pen that was like maybe thirty meters. So you're doing strides. You got 120 people in this pen. Yeah. Doing like 20, 30 meter strides, um, anyway. Yeah, so get onto the start line, um, and yeah, I just read, like the start started, and I was just like,
0: "Here we oh, go!
1: This is <laughs> oh this <God>. is fast!" <laughs> um, I like, I just, I feel like everyone was in the same boat, but it was like my first proper stride is up this hill in yep. the start of the race. And what
0: did it honestly feel like, first K? What I
1: just, uh, I just felt like I was just going so hard, yeah, I couldn't um, get higher up like yeah. i was just kind of i got a pretty bad start yeah. and then i was just like in traffic and like just, just getting pushed around and people like coming everywhere and i just yeah i don't know i like tried was trying to get through but like i just i like, could see like jack and kyle like 10 meters in front of me i'm like i physically can't get up there like yeah. i'm going hard right now there's so many people between them and me um do
0: you think it's definitely true so like one thing like there's two ways you can do it, right? You can either go hard and get sort of up to up yeah. the front. And then, you know, so I was speaking to Rambo because we trained together on Tuesday and we are talking about, you know, and he, obviously at this point he's still planning a race um, and he's, you know, worrying about his, you know, calf and stuff. And I'm like, well, what what do you think you're going to do? And he's like, I think I'm going to work into it um, and, you know, not go out as hard. Everyone goes out hard, right? And he's like, if I don't go out so hard, I can try and catch up and, and try and work my way through the field. And then as he was speaking, he's like, Fuck, actually, last time he went out so hard and he said he was rewarded because he went out so hard and he was like blowing up. But because he was so far in front and the course is so rough, it's like it almost rewards people for going out hard rather than like, you know, you're not going to be able to churn up a lot of people in the course because the course is so slow, yeah. right? Yeah. So do you feel, think that's I the case? I feel like
1: you can't run yourself into. A top 25, top That's 30 position. Mean, yeah. It's yeah.
0: not like a road race where you can just be flying yeah. past people. It's like, it's not sort of like
1: if you. I feel like those, like, kind of top 30 people, top 31, are so, <laughs> <laughs> are so good. They're like, yeah, even when they're like. I, I remember, like, China was um, in t- 2015. Like, I feel like I had such a good race, and my plan was to kind of sit in 30th yeah. and or 35th, just kind of pick my way through, hopefully get into like a top 20 position. And the top 30 got into the same position and they just stayed there the whole race. Definitely. Like, no one's, yeah. if anyone's changing, they're losing one position. Yeah. Like, no one in that top 30 is blowing up, up and yeah. losing 20, 30 positions. Yeah. Like, they're, um, yeah. So I feel like it's so hard. You have to be aggressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, obviously, you can, you can fuck it. But it's, uh yeah, it is just. The other um, thing is
0: when, like, you're, you guys, like, top guys are sort of blowing up and you, you know, you can still. Look, obviously, yeah, you can fuck it and blow up properly, but you guys can still blow up and still run fairly strong. Yeah, right. You hold it together, right? You might be like at eight k or something. You're like dying, but you can. You're still running fucking hard. It's not like someone, you know, a minute behind you is going to catch up. Yeah, they might run a little bit quicker than you, but
1: yeah exactly um and it's is it is such a <laughs> by the end everyone's blowing up really so it's like you're not like really picking up many spots yeah. it's just you just want to be still trying to move forward fairly well mm-hmm. in the end um but yeah kind of getting that first k and run through that sand pit for the first time and i was like surprised with how soft it was because <laughs> i think like when we'd gone over at the first like when we looked at the course it was like Fairly solid. Everyone's going. Oh, this is way more compact. And yeah. then by the time, I guess a few days of heat and just people running through it, it was definitely. Um, and and I think because you can't <laughs> pick your own line I'm as well,
0: you just like you're running up and then you're thinking, you just like your foot just touches it and you're like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh that sucks. <laughs> I was expecting it to be hard. Like. Yeah,
1: I think in, and that what makes it so hard in the middle of the pack when in the first like lap because you can't see where you're stepping. Of course. So you're yeah. running through the sand and you're just hoping you get good steps. You run yeah. through the mud, just hoping. Um, these little mounds come that you, <laughs> you can't hoping. see. Yeah, it's what it's like. <laughs>
0: you're just running like this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, the, like, some of the corners were so sharp and you're just kind of going around them and then people like smashing into you. Yeah. Is like Anyone very. Fall over? Um, I'm sure people did. I, did. I saw in one of the races that I was watching, someone fell over in the mud. But um, yeah, it's very Lose physical. It. Huh? It. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, get up that. That big hill after this, the uh, the mud pit, and it was like I, to be honest, I felt like I was going fairly good on the hills, like, and then it was just that you get to the top, and the Africans were just able to smash the downhills. Like, uh, watching Stewie in the relay was where I really noticed like how much better like the Kenyan was to Stewie on the downhills. Like, Stewie looked like he was like in pain from trying to push hard down the hills. Like yeah. it was like hurting his body, the impact. They're and, and they're just it's dropping just like, they're dropping him. Yeah. yeah. I think um, like that's what I was saying. Like the, this is what they run on every yeah. day. Like it's like those kind of um, yeah. surfaces there where for us it's like, this is like hurting our bodies because like we run a bike path every day. For sure. Um, yeah. And then so we come through the winery and you, then you go up another hill and I am running and then I just hear this... And it's a look to the left as a tree 15 meters off the course just falls down. Like, so, so, as Holy so, the fun. big change came, yeah. during the first lap yeah. and it just got so windy. And this big tree just falls down. Shit. And I was like, man, this thing's gonna get cancelled. Like, yeah. I just couldn't believe how bad the weather was turning. The more pain you're in, you're like,
0: fucking, are they cancelling? Yeah, or yeah, what? yeah. I'm oh, like, can,
1: can this tree hit me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like,
1: um, yeah. So, go through the first lap, like, yeah feeling okay but just feeling like this is kind of hard yeah. and hoping like that people have gone out a bit hard. But I feel like I didn't really, I think I was in 35th maybe then and so I was able to get up to 31st by the end. But like I ran kind of even. Like if you, you look at my laps, like everyone's pretty much yeah. within like 10 seconds I guess. What was um,
0: the highest Jack was?
1: I don't know. He was like, he, I don't know, he, mo- he moved up. Mm. Fit to fairly high, I think. Yeah, he he like definitely top got 20? after it. twenty? Yeah, he would have been yeah. top twenty. I reckon. I um, he definitely got after it, and then
0: fuck, he was hurting on one of the like a, near that last lap. Yeah, footage of him, and it's just like he's creeping up the last. Yeah, lap. It's yeah. Just, like, just looks so brutal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was actually by the second and third lap, I was starting to kind of get more open space. Yeah, and actually kind of enjoyed that just being able to kind of pick your own line and and I felt like there was a few people that had gone out a little bit hard and like I was kind of came past them and then I got into a little bit of a Were like, you behind pack. Andy at one point? Andy came past me yeah. during the last lap. Yeah. And then uh um yeah I got back past him just at the end. A little bitch kick on him. I'm <laughs>
0: you
1: <laughs> <Up to> Andy <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah I was kind of like in a pack. There was like a South African a guy from Eritrea um Couple of South Africans actually, and a Spanish guy. And like, so I was just kind of like trying to stay with them and yeah. they were working through pretty well. But yeah, got to like that um, probably third and fourth lap. And I was just like finding it very hard. Like, I, I just never felt comfortable at all. Yeah. I was just. But
0: oh. That's the thing with a course like that. When in the fuck are you supposed to feel comfortable?
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I just feel like on my, like every world cross is so hard. Yeah. But um, I feel like
0: once you go into that like red line, like you're redlining, right? When do you recover? It's like, once yeah, you're there, yeah. it's like, all right, you're there now. You've got to stay there, right? Unless yeah. you want to like, yeah. back off down one of the hills and lose five, ten spots, but you're not going to do that, right? Nah. So you're just going to be pushing yeah. the envelope it the is whole just, time. Yeah,
1: you, the pressure is just That's on I mean. all the time, all the time. And then, yeah, I don't know. But like I feel like the other world crosses, like I've been able to – I can handle going out hard and then like if I can recover on a downhill where I just didn't feel like I could do that. I would just – I couldn't really go that hard up the upheels I wasn't really recovering on the downhill, so everything was just kind of like.
0: Because you're a marathoner now.
1: Yeah, but I know, but like, I don't know. I still like I finished the same position as I always finished pretty much. Like yeah. I've now finished twenty 29th, thirtieth, and thirty first. Is that really in, good? in four? Well, across. Fun. At least um,
0: you know. Ne- at least you know next year what you're going to come. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two
1: years. So it was no, it's next year.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh, because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where is it next year? Croatia. Okay.
1: Should be nice. Hopefully, it's a nice flat road course or something.
0: Um, <laughs> Only gonna come thirty second there. Fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because like I feel like I'm in different shape um, to the other times. Like I know when I was in China, like I feel like I was in such good cross country shape, and it was just like such a hard race. Yeah. Um, where the last two, the like world cross country, it just felt like I'm just uncomfortable and mm. um, like I just I can't go any harder on that course. Like I'm not even that. Like I don't even feel like I'm that tired. I just can't go any harder. Like it's it's a funny feeling. It's just not not in rhythm. So I'm just not really, yeah. But I still think it's a, a good run, not a great run. Um, but yeah, pretty happy with it.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, it's one of those things. It'll look like all the Aussies. Yeah, yeah all the Aussie, Aussie Aussies like put in bloody good efforts. Obviously disappointing with some of those juniors having to pull out, but. They Fucking gave it their all. It's not like they pulled out because they're, yeah. they're wimping. it's just because so it was brutal. brutal yeah, right? we like it's um, easy for you know, there'd probably be other juniors like watching that being like, Oh, I'll, you know, they pulled out, I, I wouldn't have pulled out. It's like, Yeah, you probably would have, yeah, me, right? yeah, exactly. so like those guys are f- so tough, and yeah. it's um, yeah, it's tough. It's
1: and so we got the men got fourth, which is our equal best team performance, the yeah. women got fourth as well. Um, so that's pretty good result and then a medal Obviously in the for the, relay. In for the relay so yeah i reckon a pretty good day like yeah a lot of good results so um but what yeah it was just crazy
0: crowd wise it was sort of hard to see it looked like at points there was like so many people on the course but then other points it was a bit quiet i think
1: out the back it was private property uh-huh. so we actually ran through someone's backyard oh, really? um, where the tree fell down and yeah. then that so <laughs> that was day, like a
0: shotgun like yeah. <laughs> <on my> property.
1: <laughs> so there was no people there okay. um but yeah, the kind of near the start finish line or all, all that area like that, the crowd there was crazy. Yeah. Like you gone through and 5, people, was, people there, you so, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I remember like driving in and like looking at the car park and it was just like holy fuck. Like I don't know, I don't know how many cars, but like a yeah. lot, like a big sea like, of is cars. Music,
0: is it falls Festival, yeah, at the same <laughs> time or something. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, it was just so crazy with the, with the weather and how much it changed. Like the wind just like picked up and. Like you're getting dust in your eyes. Yeah. So you're worrying about, not worrying about that, but it's like annoying you. For sure. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of something that we weren't really thinking about. Like we're thinking about it's going to be hot and yeah, then yeah. Like this change yeah, comes. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was running and you look across and you can just see this huge like rain. Like, you know, when it's like coming from the cloud and mm-hmm. you can see it in the distance um, and it's like you can just see it coming towards you. Start seeing lightning strikes. Um,
0: sort of makes it pretty memorable though, hey? Yeah,
1: it's de- and, like people were... I saw some people on Twitter talking about it and like just saying, I was like, it's just pure cross country. Like, and yeah. how much like you, you, you don't get that in track races really. Uh. Like, and those conditions, like that's just part of it being cross country, which is why I think like the tires and yeah. that, and the mimicky stuff don't, don't need, need to, to be in there. Yeah, gimmicky. Sorry, not mimicky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't need to be in there. It'd be, um, it'd be mim-
0: mimicky if uh, nec- if in Croatia next year, they've got the, got the lifesavers. It's like <laughs> <mimicking>, yeah. <but> <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, and then by the end, um kind of finish and then you're taking your shoes off because you have to give the transponder back and you're sitting there and it's cold. Like mm. it was like you're starting to get cold and then like start to get drops of rain and then you know I coming. start walking back to where our bags were and just start bucketing down. Yeah. like And we were like no one could warm down for like, good half an hour because it was just like the rain was just sideways yeah um which so if we started at the proper time we would have been running in that yeah. and it just would have been which would have been uh ridiculous yeah. to be racing in that just like how much would have changed it but yeah i think everyone got a message right before the start of the race saying as soon as the race is done everyone has to leave because of the lightning yeah and then That's apparently the companies telling yeah running. yeah um and then apparently during the race like when we're on our last lap um there was officials saying everyone has to leave now because it was like lightning in the air and stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah, one of my athletes messaged me. It was like the first time I've ever been like kicked out during a sporting event, yeah." Like yeah. For yeah, which is...
0: Insane. I saw um, one of the videos Nath Pierce put up. He was filming Jack as he was running, sort of running alongside Jack. Mm. And the camera, it's like really wobbly and stuff, but you just see like one side of the, of the, the vision is like, Pure sun, really hot, and then it like flicks to the other side and it's black. Yeah. It looks like night and day. Yeah. Yeah. It got so
1: dark yeah. when that came in, but,
0: um, the bloody solar eclipse was coming out of the Yeah.
1: Tom, Tom Osh took a cool photo like straight after the race. Did you see it? No. Nah. So it was like, um, big rain clouds, big rainbow, and then a huge lightning strike coming out the middle. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Um, so that's Nat
0: Geo.
1: Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, but, um, I think a I've, I've fairly, good race like oh, oh, he always hoped to have your absolute best race on um
0: yeah on it
1: but um and like at of world championships you're hoping you have yeah your best ever race but doesn't always turn out that way it's still a good race didn't have a bad race but just yeah for what i do right now i think it's just where i what where yeah. that's what will happen yeah. yeah um i don't and i wouldn't change it i wouldn't like yeah, of course, I'd like to train more for cross country because I'm running world champs. But I could do that run. Yeah, come whatever, like a few you places 20, higher. 23rd yeah, and and then, and then, and then, then I run shit yeah, at London because and, like, yeah, exactly. So I think that's just it is what it is. Yeah. Um. No, good job. Warm down, like a K back to the hotel, and then um where we'll stay in. And then we're walking. So I see Stewie and Ollie, and we're walking back. And then we see some uni students. They're like yelling us to come party. They're playing like beer pong. They're yelling us <laughs> to come party. So we're like, yeah, we went in, like played one game of beer pong with them. Um, they had like nothing to do with the race. So it was like locals that were there. Did <laughs> may even
0: know that there was a race? No, oh,
1: they did know. And they were like, um, but. I think they were confused. they were like, yeah, it's like so, it's the final tomorrow or something. Yeah. I like don't like, yeah, find,
0: like you'd no. be like, see those two there? They just got third in the world, and they're like, yeah. Anyway, you're up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How good are you at beer pong? I don't care <laughs> about cross country.
1: <laughs> One of the guys was like, like they had had, had a few drinks, and uh, <laughs> and he said he used to be a hammer thrower, <laughs> and we're like, oh yeah, cool. And then uh, he's like, no, I was. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we believe you. He's like, oh, no, I promise. We're like. Oh. Yeah, we believe you and he's like I'll find a photo and like he's like trying to find all these photos and she was like no nah, mate like I know cool. you wouldn't make this story up like I believe you yeah. and then yeah. he finds a photo of his ex-girlfriend wearing his uh New South Wales Have like a- <laughs> <laughs> like New uh. South Wales um, representative pants he's like see I'm like yeah mate yeah, 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 we believe you up. now <laughs> um, That's good. yeah and yeah so we had like a little and presentations because because the presentation was supposed to be at the course straight after the men's race, yeah. but um because of the storm, it all got cancelled, and then we like had like a dinner and presentation thing. Um, Is that just the like uni. the
0: Australians or all the
1: countries? All the countries, here, yeah. Like, wow. Um, like a huge hall or something. Yeah, like it was like a um, bar kind of thing in a hall but um yeah you like i don't know, usually after every world cross is like a pretty big like sit down banquet they didn't didn't really have it for this um yeah they yeah, <laughs> you know like the um things that you like serve a buffet in, like those big silver yeah, yeah things yeah. like with the with the <laughs> flame things under. Like yeah, yeah. um what are they
0: co- um but ba- bain marie bain marie right i don't know bain marie yeah sure it's so and it's spelled it's french it's like yeah i'm not gonna say it because i'm gonna say it wrong <laughs> i think it's b-a-i-n yeah
1: Anyway, but everyone's starving, and then um, because like I think we missed dinner because of we're racing. Yeah, like there was like set dinner times, and they put it on while the races are on, which is smart. But uh, yeah, then we so we go to this thing. There's going to be food there, so we're like all right, good. And then they bring out six um, like steak sandwich rolls. And like, like, so they put them out, and like everyone goes to line up and the first six people get them. And then we're like, all right. So (laughs) 20 minutes later, some more came out. But like, there was like a few hundred people there, and everyone's just like, what is going on here? Um, so it was a
0: bit,
1: yeah, it was it was Just had a bit of a bit of that to eat, and then had a few beers. Um, but yeah, we had to get the bus back to Sydney in the morning, yeah. yeah, so we knew our flight was at four and I we got a message, yeah, had to be on the bus. I thought it said at nine forty and the bus leaves at ten and I was like, All right, cool. Like get up at seven thirty, go for my start going for my run. I just had to do an hour run and then uh I like see Andy finishing his run. I'm like, geez, he started early.
0: Oh
2: no. And then
1: I <laughs> uh, see some of the girls finishing their run. And I'm like, geez. And I, I, like I heard Stewie go out for a run earlier too. And I'm like, why do everyone run so early? <laughs> like, and I'm like, and then I, am like, okay, whatever. And then I see someone else. I'm like, what time's our bus? And they're like 840. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I like trying to fit an hour run into a one hour slot. And then, uh, so I only did a half an hour. Yeah. And I Rushing. got on the bus and got to the airport. They said, Oh, do you want to get on the two o'clock flight? I was like, Yep, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Rambo and Stewie decided to get the 3 p.m. flight because they didn't want to be rushed so they could eat food. And like,
0: that sounds like them.
1: Me, me me and Jack and Andy uh, sat down, had a good meal, sat there for another 20 minutes. And when I got on up. our flight, <laughs> yeah. Ram was like, I don't mean really busting my ass. And <laughs> me and Jack, are, like, are we busting our ass right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got home. And then went for another half hour run. Yeah. And then went did my uh chat GPT shopping. <laughs> Which took me fucking ages, to be honest. <laughs>
0: was it all organized? It's like in the in the you know how like you gotta write a list in in order of what aisles? Otherwise, no, nah, it wasn't that, uh, mate. Yeah. It,
1: and I've never done a shopping like that. Like I I walk down every aisle like sixteen times yeah. when I'm shopping. But I, I
0: hate shopping.
1: Yeah. No, it no was the, it was in like um produce, meat, yeah, um, pantry or whatever. So yeah, it took me forever <laughs> but that was my week pretty low week 105 or something that's all right. um a, yeah but now oh, to then? honest like now that's done i'm just like oh, cool i'm back to back to marathon up. stuff and it's so much better like i feel a million times better on my run this morning yeah. just knowing that i'm doing marathon stuff and can do it properly yeah not worrying about this other thing like just yeah that was what i found hard training for the marathon but also having this race in the back of my mind knowing that you want to run well in both.
0: Yeah. Yeah, nice. How's your so, week been? Sort of, <laughs> sort of going to be a bit lackluster, me explaining my <laughs> week after your big world cross. Um, I yeah, started the started the week with a 50-minute run on Monday um, and then went to the track Tuesday morning and Collis said, I'm going with Rambo. So Rambo had a separate session from all of you guys because he's obviously coming back Trying to, trying to do sort of what he can to get ready for the race. Um, bit of work, but nothing, you know, crazy with you guys. Um, it was just 10 800s with a minute break uh, progressing. So, yeah, Rambo and I started off at like 70, I think 74, 70, even 75, 74 or something, and then like by the third one we are running like three-minute Ks, 72s and then 70s. And then we – out of the last three, I think, yeah, six – fifth one was like 216 and then it was like 215, 215 or something um, so for me to do like the last three 800s in like 67, 68 with a minute break the week before I could only do 600 mm. at that so it was like yeah, way better um, definitely the best I've, I've felt coming back um, then Wednesday night did Pulse Run but ran from Clifton Hill so it was like a good hour. Um, Do you run home or? No. Nah, like a lift. Nah, caught caught the line bikes home. Yep. Caught nice. the line bike. <laughs> <laughs> Rode the line bike home with smack. Um, it was pretty brutally hot actually. Running was like, it? Yeah, running. We left here at like 5.30 and it just felt like peak heat of the day. Mm. Um, yeah, run like. 25 minutes to the start of Pulse Run and everyone was like standing at the bridge just like hardly talking because it was just so hot. Really? And then it was like cool change sort of came half an hour in. Um, So, yeah, obviously like what I went through in that run, I understand what you you went through and stuff. Um, Then Thursday we, yeah, had threshold around the lake. Um, Bloody annoying, getting sick of this F1 stuff. Um, mm. cause I've still got ah oh,
1: fuck i forgot
0: about that yeah so i've still got this like op pain um, that is just like you know managing it um, i also sort of also mentioned started gym again on tuesday um, start doing that out of uh, this gym project better in collingwood and i have like a new program and f- doing a lot of stuff to fo- focus on the op so there's like a lot of you know isometric stuff in my adductors and core stuff um, and I was so, fucking got such bad doms. And then Thursday, yeah, Thursday start the threshold. And I was just like, like, please, we're on the road. Please, we're on the road. Because mm. if we're, I'm on the road, the OP's fine. You know, even on the grass, it's actually not too bad at Waverly. Like it's sore, but I can manage it. But the gravel is just like yeah. fucked. The moment I'm like running hard on gravel and it's just because I slip. The, the way I run, I slip. I'm like pretty slow on gravel. Um, and I was like, oh, can we go on the road? Like, can we go on the road and Collis, I think he said. He goes, "Oh, look, if you want to, but you're going to get stopped, so you yeah. might have to U-turn." I'm like, "Oh, fuck it! I'll just go on the gravel." And I should—I'm should, not going to go on the gravel anymore. I'm just going to go on the road because it was just no but good. But how are you, you going to do it? Well, I just—I'm going to U-turn because I couldn't. I ran like four yeah. k, and I was just so sore, and then I stopped for like. A I wonder minute. if you
1: could just do like a, um, a bit of a loop where you can do a little bit on the gravel to go past the pit
0: lane, mm. and then just come back on the road. Well, until my—I think I've got to wait like. Yeah, like Richie Johnson who's doing my gym at the moment, he said I have to like be prepared for like a few weeks of OP pain as it like my body adjusts to all like the load I'm doing in the yeah, gym yeah. for it and it's like that adjustment period. Um, so it was really sore Thursday. Like I did 4K and then I did like a minute jog easy to get onto the road and then did another couple of K and I was like, no, nah, this is fucking sore as. Um, so yeah, just called it quits there and yeah, it was pretty pretty brutal um, and then Friday did an hour run and yeah the thing with this like OP it comes like it comes on pretty hot but then it just it's it's not like that bad the next day so it's fine um, and then I went away camping Friday night had Saturday off um, and then just did my long run out near Dalesford on Sunday just another 90 minutes easy um, so again same sort of cases last week it was like 90 92 um, so I think this week coming, I'm going to start Arvo runs again to no. get up to like hundred K. Um, and then, yeah, so I've got to start, got to start building cause I'm racing a half marathon in about six weeks. So what's that Hobart? Hobart. Yeah. yeah same weekend as nationals. So yeah. I think you'll be in, will you be in London then? Nah, When, when's, when is it? First weekend of April and you're what? 16th of April. You must go. Um, I'm going on the 11th of April. Okay. Race
1: on the 23rd.
0: Yeah. 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 True. So um, that's uh, it for training weeks. That was now, a quick one. <laughs> huh? Quick one. Well, I, was, I don't think it's, yeah.
1: You, Fuck. Everyone can't wait for the 5th uh, fifth, fifth of April just oh. to get a longer
0: training week from you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a shorter training week because so will just be talking about the race. <laughs> um, second half of the Centro interview is going now, so enjoy this
2: he's yeah. just like constantly on you whether he's tired or he's feeling good yeah, it and doesn't matter the pace doesn't matter the pace. <laughs> like it's just,
1: yeah. he's locking in and he's gone for yeah. it but, um,
2: absolute animal man but yeah
1: with, yeah with having those like few different coaches and people advising you like have you has your
2: training changed like th- from coach to coach yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it'd be hard to say like it had it hasn't because you know they all have different training philosophies. Yeah, um, Andy Powell, I was very lucky to like gone through the college ranks when I did in two thousand and seven and two thousand eleven. College now is, as you know and as you can see, is like a different world. Yeah, like Andy could give us like eight by a K in 255 with a 200 jog and we're gonna go be all Americans. Yeah, You yeah. give that to a college kid now and he's not even close to making NCAA. Yeah, and they're going, what are we doing this afternoon? We, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Warm Yeah, and yeah. that's why she's not even fast enough for session yeah, one or yeah. two. <laughs> and so like, you know, um, and, and I think I, you know, I credit, uh, like I'm lucky because I think like having Andy during that time, he allowed me without even knowing and probably training for it, but like allows me to have longevity in my career. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't yeah. doing anything crazy in college and I was able to make Make, uh, make a world team in metal mm. and whereas like if I went back and did exactly the four like if I went back right now 18 to 22 years old and did what I did with Andy Powell I would be running like you know my times wouldn't even make it in civil rights. I wouldn't even get a pro contract out of college and yeah. so like Andy now like has to be like you know hey guys we're gonna have to like get after it and, and run because that's what like it, it takes changed, to do now yeah,
0: yeah.
2: and so it, yeah so the training with Andy was very like you know I was undertrained. It was like very easy. It was conservative. It allowed me to like really improve a lot under Alberto and for years to come. Um, and Alberto was actually, I would say less on the strength side. He was like a lot more intervals. So mm-hmm. like, you know, even if we're doing strength stuff would be intervals, like, you know, interval training. Like I, like we did, we did a tempo like for sure every couple of weeks, but my tempos like never exceeded like five miles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, um, I can't. I can think of like a handful of times in like the five or six or seven years I was with them that I did mile repeats, and like it was completely different with Jerry, where it's like like Able more aerobic. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, even if you're running fast, it's like you don't get much rest anyways. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and so that was a big change for me. I, I noticed that like I was really weak in a lot of those areas because I was just used to like, you know. Andy and Alberto, which was like, you know, Alberto would be no problem being like, I'll give you an extra lap of rest, but you got to hit this time. Yeah, okay. Like Alberto would get off to running fast. If I was like, listen, Alberto, I can run, I can run 150, I can run 155 right now, but you give me one more 400 jog and I'll give you a 150. And he'd be like, (laughs) he goes, take it. Like he'd be be like, go (laughs) ahead. Like, like, no, but he would, he'd be like, he'd be like, here's another set, but like take as much rest as you want, but you got to do this set. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Whereas Jerry'd be like, "Yeah, fucking right." Like Jerry'd be like, "Like oh, that's great that you just ran fifty six, but what was the rest?" You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, that's it, what
0: we're like as well a little yeah. bit. Like I want to see you try that with bitters next time. Yeah, no, next time no, yeah. Go, hey, yeah.
2: I'll run four seconds quicker, but give me another lap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, it sounds like Nick is going to be like Jerry, where he's like, he doesn't care. Like yeah. he's like, he's like, I, I he, he, you know, and I get that mentality too. Like my dad has that mentality a little bit at, at sometimes too, where he goes, "Anyone could run fast and rest."
1: Yeah, exactly. So like,
2: there's there's a place in time for that. Yeah. I understand that. Um, I mean, Alberto wasn't like that year round. You know, it's not, like October he's like can you guys run this? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like but you know what I, but like overall like that was like the general yeah. you know yeah Nick's just like rest you know get rest in the race it's, it's, exactly no and Jerry's that, that way too yeah, yeah. so no they're all to answer your question they're all very different yeah okay
1: um yeah, we were talking a bit about Alberto there. And then I guess, like, obviously, he had his trial and it was a pretty rough time. Um, what, was that, what was that like for you when
2: he was going through that? Obviously, that's going to affect you and how you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think uh, it affected me a lot for sure because um, so in 20, it was 2015, and now was yeah. actually ended up being one of my best seasons. Although 2016 on paper was a better year, I would venture to say 2015 I might have been like even fitter. I was like that was where I set my PBs, but I was just kind of like on one, and a lot of it was like I mean I used a lot of that frust like I don't know if I want to use frustration. I used a lot of that hate, like you know people like. Dopers, like you know, in my DMs on Twitter, um, on on Instagram, and, and like you know, we're just we're just getting it from every area. Like I remember one time, oh, this is a good story actually. I remember like so that news just broke, and I was in New York for this 800 against Rudisha, and this is where I ran my PR actually, and I got drug tested the morning before my race, before my race, so not the morning of my race. And it was like six in the morning, and you're just like, you know, you know what's going to happen. Like, I've never won. I've never been one to like actually really complain about getting drug tested, unless I just complain that other athletes aren't getting tested as much, like my competitors, because mm-hmm. that's all public stuff. You can yeah. see that online. And so, anyways, at six in the morning. I have a drug tester that's like I'm not used to, right? Because it's in New York. She comes in and she's used to testing other sports and um, she's not just track and field. And so she's testing me. She asked for my location. She's like, oh, like where do you live? Like I'm, I'm filling in like my, you know, name, location. And I go, oh, Portland, Oregon. And she goes, oh, that's where that doping coach um, is from. Mm. And I, I turn to her, mind you, it's six in the morning. Like I just woke up like 10 minutes before. <laughs> I have to piss and I have a big race the next day, right? Like I just got like, you know, X amount of hours of sleep. I just flew in, I'm pissed. I give her the coldest look. I look over and I go, you mean my coach? And she was, it was like, I wasn't awkward, but I was pissed. And you could tell, yeah. like, she was like, whatever. So I complained to, um, well, I complained to Trinir Mosier, who was on our team at the time. And then we we went forward to, like, with USADA about, like, no doping control officer should be making comments like that, no, regardless definitely, of their biases. Definitely, and yeah. so anyways, but this is, not but the story was good, because this is the hate I'm talking about. Like, I'm like, it's six in the morning. I'm getting this from a doping official who, like, doesn't even know track and field, but is aware of the situation, is making those kind of comments. Like, not once did she think, like, oh, his shit, he's from Portland, there's a good chance he might be running for this coach. Mm. And so, right, like, I mean, you would think like a, you know, if she had common sense, so. She wasn't so, thinking, it was six in the morning. She, you know, she wasn't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, um and so anyways, it affected me a lot only because I am a guy that was, I'm still active on social media. And so like, you know, I was clapping back at people, you know, when people were like, like Nick Wills, who I, I love, Nick Wills is my favorite guys in the sport. And, and I, and I would like to say that it's a mutual respect between the both of us. Like, you know, I, I DM every now and then asking some questions about some things. And, and I have a really good relationship with Ronnie Werhurst up in Michigan and all those guys. But like, I remember Nick, like put up a tweet because I was like very defensive. And he was like, if you don't want to be a cute, or if you don't want to like, you know, be, um, yeah, accused or or um, guilty of association, then don't like associate yourself with like agents, um, coaches or um, or Trudy agents, bonus. coaches or teammates or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And at the time, I remember like Mark, like Tyson Gay had a thing or something, Mark Wetmore was representing him. And I and yeah, I yeah. clapped back on Twitter <laughs> and I said, aren't you, isn't your agent Mark Wetmore? And he was like, what what do you mean by that? And I was like, <laughs> I, I, but like, obviously Nick is clean, a thousand percent, but yeah. I, my point yeah. wasn't, I wasn't accusing him, I was just like, listen man, like we were talking about this earlier before, it's like, you can find this, anyone and everyone in any sport, like some kind of like association you look with hard someone. Yeah, you sure. look hard enough for sure, right? Like and, and, and like, at the end of the day, like, you know, you don't go home with everyone. You can't, you, you don't have control of everything. And so I was very defensive because I have, and I still do have a lot of respect for Alberto. He treated me very, very well. Um, you know, he was the only coach that I had that would carry my backpack. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm just talking about like, you know, there, he was not a pro, you know, he was do anything to help his athletes out, yeah. you know? And he in like, you know, wasn't like I'm too big to like, you know, carry your own bag. He'd be like, don't be carrying that bag. Like it's so heavy. And like, I'm walking to my race, you know? And he yeah. was just, it's just like, that's the type of guy he is, you know? like. Just, he would do anything like for you. And obviously my time with him, I never saw, nor like, you know, had any type, type of um, experience with him that made me feel uncomfortable or like felt like what we're doing was wrong. And that was why I stayed with him for as long as I did.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. It sucks though, like when you open up your DMs and you got people, that, yeah. they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, of course. And, and like these drugs said, no idea what's going on. So like, why are they commentating? Of course. And like, it's you're just there trying to go run as fast as you can. You don't need that extra pressure, extra hate.
0: Because it's definitely like, you know, in Australia where we have a really bad case of tall poppy syndrome, Mm. which, you know, you've just broken the Australian marathon record. Guarantee people are saying, you know, they'll be like, oh, "Oh, he's just broken that. That means he's got to be on doping. Of course. Of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, the the thing for me too is like now you're seeing all these fast times and you're seeing guys that like at some point people got to be like, okay, like, you know. Joe Klecker, everyone's got to feel pretty good about him being clean. And it's like, he ran 1254. So then why like Mo Farrell only ran 1253. So like, yeah, you know, it's like, it's you're kind exactly. of like, so like what are you talking about here? You know what I mean? Or yeah. like, and so like at some point, like I would imagine there's going to be some athlete that like people like feel really, really confident with or about. And they can just look at that athlete and be like, well, what makes me feel any more different than this guy? Then? Yeah. If that guy was able to run that. And so for me, it's just like, you know, as, as a, an elite professional athlete, it's like, you can't take your mind to those places and start playing these games of like who is and who isn't mm. because at the end of the day, we're racing these guys, you know what I mean? And you yeah. got to beat them. That's my biggest thing. I remember doing a run in uh uh, Linz I think In uh, Austria
1: And I was the day after the race And there was some Americans There with us And like And British and Australians And like They were just talking about Who's on drugs And accusing all these people Like none of them Had been tested And I'm just I just like pretend I needed a piss. I'm like I can't deal with that Because like what they're going to go up against these athletes and they're already beaten Yeah, because all they're worrying about is like, Oh, these people have an extra advantage on me. It's just like, they're They're cheating anyway. It's like, who fucking says, like, yeah, 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 if if they're not done, you just got to see them as being clean. What what can you do? I mean,
2: if you, if you start writing them off as, as, you know, basically like doping, then you're giving them already like, an edge over you. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, whether you believe it or not, like yeah. you just don't want that mindset yeah. going into it. Yeah. You gotta, you you have to believe that you're on the same level uh, playing field. And and like, you know, especially gone through a lot of things like, you know, with the Shelby situation and obviously the NLP stuff, it's like, for me, you know, I'm at the point now where I think a lot of people that I've been um, teammates with now in both groups is just like, you know, whether you used to speculate on certain people, you're like, shit, like, you know, I'm not going to like start like, uh, you know, um, accusing people until like, you know, it actually comes out yeah. and, and like, you know, a B sample and like, unless they actually confess, because you're just like what you thought to believe, like was a, a really like good system or whatever. Like you just, you just see like little gaps and little things that like, yeah, a perfect storm could happen. And you start questioning certain things, you know, from like what you've seen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's what's happening right now. I guess we pit paid a ball. Like, yeah, you know, we don't yeah. know
2: until we get the B sample back, but then-
1: We'll see what happens. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. For sure. um, um, taking it back to, you mentioned just before, I mean, you got third in your first world champs. in Yeah. Daegu. yeah. That was 2011, right? Yeah. How old were
2: you? I was 21 in college. In 21 yeah. in
0: college. So one thing, you know, that I thought when I knew that we were going to be talking to you today, one thing Brett, Brett and I have spoken a lot about on the podcast. How old were you when you made your first? I think I was 21 or 22. My yeah. First, yeah. first world champs. Yeah. 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 Final, Final yeah. right? So you're twenty one, and one thing Brett spoke about was, we, we got asked, I think at the end of last season's podcast, we got asked, um, what's you know something you regret, and one in thing, your career, in yeah. your career, and one thing Brett said was, after making that, I thought I was the king, I thought I was the top of the world, and if I'm making a world champs five k final when I'm when I'm twenty one, in you know two years time, I'm going to be coming top three, of course, in four years time, you think that's young, like, young, yeah, right? yeah, and then I was looking at yours, obviously you twenty one, you got third. Two years later in Moscow, you were second. Second, yeah. So I want to know. I think it's so easy for a, for a twenty one year old to just sort of you know coming third in a world champs. You know, if that was me, fucking, I'd be going. I'm not. I'm not yeah. even rocking up to training the next yeah, day. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of and course. That's why I mean, you're you, right? But yeah. I sort of want to know. <laughs> I want to know like what what is what was it that sort of made you was there a certain you just
2: didn't allow yourself to get dude you're you're, you're you're about to get you're about to start me on a rant that's gonna go for Fuck. like an hour good like well well like I want to come back I want to come back to um you mentioned like the 21 year old thing I want to come back to that because one of my pet pe one of the things that I laugh about right now with the whole like You know, and I wouldn't even call beef because I I like Cole Hawker and we never beefed. It was like one of his teammates that I like, you know, the whole like your move thing. Mm. And what cracks me up is how narratives have changed over like the last 10 years that I've been, more than that now, 12 years, because I'm 33, how the narrative has changed in the last 12 years. I was 21 when I beat Legat, and Legat was in his 30s. And when I beat Legat, I remember vividly, everyone goes, man, how crazy is it that Legat's in his 30s still competing with these young guys? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, man, Central just be like yeah. he's in college, he just beat, you know, Legat who just was a double world champ like X amount of years ago. It was like this. Now I, I get same 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 exact thing happens 12 years later. Cole Hawker who is in my position, beats me, and I'm like the older guy. And everyone's like, hang him up, you're washed Like <laughs> and I'm getting this from these college kids. They're all like scrub, like, haha college kid beat you. And I'm sitting here going like, Fine. Why did why did Legat get a pass yeah, of being yeah. like it's it's so impressive that you've been doing this for so many years? I don't I just get shit on. It's because Instagram know it, wasn't around back there. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's probably what it was. Yeah. Like instant, social media has given these young kids, high school kids, college kids, yeah. a platform to talk shit. And yes. then, and then <laughs> when you see them in person, they're like nowhere oh, to be no. seen. They're like little mice. They're like, oh, oh, yeah, man, yeah. I was just kidding. <laughs> yes. and, and I'm just like, I'm like, no man, keep that same energy. Yeah. Like if you're gonna talk shit to me on, yeah, on, on, yeah. on social media, anyways, that was my little rant for 21 year old. But going back to where. Saying there's a lot of you, podcast fans like that, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, we, yeah. Have,
0: we have it a lot, you know, yeah.
2: Basically. So, so you know, when I met, so when I meddled in, in college, I remember, and this is, another, this is another rant that I was gonna say, I was gonna go on for an hour. Was um, you know, I, I like have, I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me. I run into like college kids and high school kids, and they're just like, you know, either asking for advice or whatever, and they'll be like, Central, I'm looking to break four in the mile, and, and I'm in high school like any advice to me, I go, man, that's, 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 a, fat, that's a great goal. Mm. I go, let me ask you something, you know, like what's your like one, what grade are you in and what's your PR? And they're like, oh, I'm a junior in high school. So they're like, you know, 16, 17 and my PR is 430. And I go, yeah. I go, I go, what the hell are we talking about? That? I'm like this, I never once wanted to break four in the mile and so I ran like 404. Yeah. And, and like, I never like, and the thing is, is like, I like, you might, I'm, I'm sure you'll believe me cause it's not like I'll make a lie about this, but did I want to be an Olympic champion one day? Sure. How many times I thought about that in my head? I, can't, I, I don't think more than twice. Like, I wasn't like, like, I didn't think like me being an Olympic champion was possible until like me, like, until actually making the Olympic team. Yeah. Like I was so, I'm always so focused on like what's coming up. And so for me, and, and to go back to your original question, like I I was taking that whole season one, se- one step at a time. I was an NCAA year. I wanted to win NCAAs, I won it. I wanted to win USAs two weeks. Like I never thought I was gonna win USAs or even thought about USAs until two weeks before after NCAAs, mm. I win USAs. Now I'm like, great, I'm going to world champs. And I'm like, Well, I knew Leo Manzano was the big shit before, like the last guy in college to make a world team, I think, or Dorian Allray maybe, and both of them made it to the semi and never made it to the final. So I was like, that'd be insane to make it to the final. So my goal going to Daegu was to make the final. I mean, Andy had like a little side bet going, if I can make the final. And I even had a joke. I said, I thought he, there's something along the lines where he was like, had to like reschedule his flight. And I was like, you booked your flight after the semi. And he was like, he was like lying to me. He's like, no, no, no. like, you didn't think I was gonna make the final. And he was like, it was like, that was kind of an ongoing joke. So I make the final. And after I, so I won the semi and I remember thinking like, oh shit, like maybe for the first time, I might be able to be like top six. I can maybe medal, but it wasn't like all year I was thinking of medaling, yeah, you know what I mean? And that's where it got to. All year was like, it started from NCAAs of like making NCAAs to getting to that point. And, and my and my rants coming back to like what the problem is, and I, I'm gonna blame myself and be real arrogant right here, is that when I won the Olympics, all the Americans now, if you talk to kids, all like these professional athletes, they're like, what's your job? Like fucking don't get me started on Craig Engels over here. Craig Engels would be like, ah, oh, I got a medal. I'm like, Craig, you've won, USA's one and you made one world team why are you why like why like why don't you like focus on making a world final but you yeah, have a bunch yes. of these guys like them that like because like guys it's your that, fault because you want it and you that's not possible I, that's what i'm saying though because like <laughs> I, but like so you fucked it man. <laughs> fucking a, man so i go back i go back to 2011 and at that time i never made an olympic team right because i only made a one world team and i remember i got an interview going into that year and it was like a few months before the trials and they go they go, so the goal is to win an Olympic medal now. You just won a world medal. I go, whoa, whoa, slow down. I go, I've never even made an Olympic team yet. And I remember in the interview, I had to like correct the interviewer. And I was like, no man, my goal is to make an Olympic team. I go, look look how good our team is. We have Leo Manzano who ended up getting a silver that year. I go, if I start talking Olympic medals, I'm gonna overthink and over yeah. like, um, I'm gonna um, overlook, sorry. (laughs) I'm gonna (laughs) overlook the trials and not even be on that team. And that's what you see so many freaking kids doing. When I say kids, just scrubs, man. Guys are like, "Uh, like I'm gonna medal. And I'm like, here we go. You're talking like it's so fucking easy. Exactly, and especially with making the USA team. It's like the
1: hardest team in the world to make. It it was, and (laughs) and you have to like- It's really good, it's really hard. The first thing
2: you have to do is get on the team. Mm -hmm. And then, then you get through the heat, get through the semi. We're, we're, we we were in the middle distance. and We were really good in the 5K. And, yeah. and obviously, like, look at Grant. Grant's, yes. Grant's on the verge. Yeah. But the 15 was obviously real weak last year, you know? But, like, we, as a track and field team, over the years now, last decade, from, like, you know, Clayton meddling in in, um, in Rio, Galen meddling twice now, London yeah. and Rio, we've had medalists, Olympic medalists throughout. And uh, we've set the bar like that. And so it's like, yeah, like, our teams are so good that like, if you're making a team, you have a chance to medal, but why are you talking medals when you haven't even made a team or you've made one? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, you're like, you're forgetting like, you know, you're not a consistent, you're not a consistent champion. You're not a consistent like world contender or world uh, championship qualifier.
0: Yeah. What I, what I love about that rant, you said it was a rant, not me, um, is that, when I feel like when so many kids, um, uh, or sorry, so many professional athletes, you hear them talk once they've, once they're champions and you go, Oh, like, how did you become a champion? They go, I'll wake up every day and I wanted to be a gold medalist or, you know, every, every day I like l- put on my running shoes and I thought about winning that gold medal and you're just like, nah, no, fuck that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Right. Cause I, yeah. Because I knew, because I knew like how my career has gone. I knew that if I take care of what I need to take care of in, in the meantime, like like during that season, during that training block of races, that whatever's gonna come later in the season or the next year will take care of itself. Yeah. So like in high school, all I wanted to do, man, was be high school national champion. Or I, I, let me start back, it was state champion. I won states like, you know, three years in a row, then I wanted to be national champion. I won nationals my, my senior year, I won it. I got to college and it was like right back from the start. I was like, I just want to be NCAA champion. And I, it took me, you know, three or four, it took me four years and I became NCAA champion. I never once thought was like, I want to make a world team while I was in college. Mm, yeah. That never crossed my mind. I was trying to conquer NCAAs. Because I knew if I could conquer NCAA's, then now allow me to go on and do whatever I want to do next level. And so I wanted to conquer, like you know, being a U.S. champion before I was talking fucking medals and and what in Olympics. Yeah. And so like you have, and that's what and that, and to go back to that four thirty miler, trying to like talk about breaking four. I'm not saying you can't break four. I'm not saying don't have those aspirations and dreams. I'm saying you need to live in the like yeah. breaking it's four twenties. It's a world. It's a yeah. world that you need to live in. Take your mind on some runs in and, and fantasy world of, of winning a medal. Absolutely. But you can't live there. And these kids live there. You need to live, Mr. 430, you need to live in that 420. Yeah. Like break 420 first. That's a good barrier. As, as a junior, that's great. And then once you break 420, let's go 410. Yeah. Then 405. And then 4 flat. But the problem is, is as a 430 miler, if he, if he's talking to me about breaking four, every race after that, it's going to be a disappointment. And, yeah.
1: and they going out at four. If they can even do <laughs> Who it, knows? last, last yeah. on
2: 800 meters and blowing up and getting disappointed. It's and, like, and I'm a failure. And yeah, guess what? Yeah. And then he's going to retire from the sport two years later. Yeah, and then he's running yeah. college because he's like, I didn't break four and that was my goal. I'm like, dude, you can go run in college as a four t- 20 miler. Mm. You know what I mean? There's like Stewie was, how good was Stewie when like, you know, to, like fight you. Oh like, uh, yeah, exactly. You, you know, it's, like it's, trust it's, the process. It man. is a
1: step, like a stepping stone process to get through where, yeah, everyone's trying to like fucking take that big leap. Yeah. Because they Skip see the these months. guys. Yeah, yeah. You have
2: to do Be- process goals over outcome, yeah. you know. They see these guys, you know, and like imagine imagine being a 14 flat guy and you see Stewie doing what he's doing at world level and he's and that kid's talking like that now. No, man, Stewie went through these ranks that like you need to do it as well and they overlook it. Yeah. Um,
1: do you reckon you still have the same drive as he did in say 2015, 2016? I noticed something at training yesterday which makes me think you do. I'm going to hear it. Or do you, you want to go? Uh, yeah, you go Yeah, first. So after the session, we were talking about kind of like the A group and the B group. And you said, oh, yeah, like I could have come down done the whole session in the B group. But I, it'd be like, what's the point of that? I'm coming down, doing what I can in the A group. market get through 80%. I'll come back next week, do 90%, next week I'll do 100%. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, I think the people that um, you've obviously had setbacks, you had the the injury with your your knee. I think people can get stuck in the thing of being like, oh, you know, six months since my injury, like just getting back, taking it back, where you were like, nah, you're playing it smart, Yeah, but yeah you're yeah. also – this is what it takes to get back. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. back. Yeah. I just that that no point kind of
2: determination
1: around. and uh attitude towards training. I was like, okay, I think he's still good.
2: Yeah, it. no. So to answer your question, yeah, I have the same drive, but I think I think the biggest thing for me is is the goals have changed. Yeah. Like, I'm a realist, as as you could tell already when I'm talking about like just the levels. I'm not sitting here being like, I'm trying to like who wouldn't want to win another Olympic gold or you know win one? I'm sitting here going like my goal is like to make a team again. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like last year you know it was the first it was the first U.S. championship in and since I started competing at USA's that I didn't make a team and so for me it like burns sitting in Eugene and watching mm. you know like I- in my eyes because I'm a fucking competitor like other guys take my spot you know what I mean and so for me it's like yeah like I'm back to the drawing board like I want to make a team again. It's so exactly what
1: we just spoke about. Yeah. it's Like you're not thinking about making movies. no like, no just team. because like because listen, again.
2: because the thing is is like you know. You know, I knew where I was in 2015 and 2016, right? Like, and, and, and for me to be like, I, I want to win another Olympic gold every I'll tell you right now, if there's only been one other 1500 meter Olympic champion that won two, and that's Sebco. Yeah. Not even El Grouge has gone back to back. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sitting here as, you know, people want to look at me as a disappointment, right? Or like, you know, as a failure. I'm not sitting here like, one, it's extremely hard because only one fucking guy's ever done it. Right? So let's let's just let's slow the fuck down for a second. So my, my goal, like, yeah, like I'm not gonna sit here also and say like I don't want to win that. But my point is like, like I it took me years to like be like, you know what? I can reassess these goals and find as much enjoyment almost as like winning another US championship as like however I was doing in 2015. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's new goals, like I'm I'm reassessing. And for me to come back and like win a a US championship or make an Olympic team next year for Paris after what I just went through, that's a major, Mm. major like accomplishment for me. And like in in some ways, man, like given what I had to go through, almost I'd probably be more proud of that than even winning an Olympic gold. You know what I mean? Like the adversity that it's, it's so easy to run fast when everything's going well. 2016, I fucking floated through that year. I like won every race indoors. Like I rarely got hurt. It was like training was just coming to me. And I mean, there was a couple, there was a few weeks where I had to cross train and stuff, but like in the grand scheme of things, it was a beautiful year and it was just me floating through it, right? But now it's like, shit, man, I got to work through some stuff here. As, as you know, you saw in the workout yesterday. And like, to me, that's like more of a test of a, of a champion and an Mm -hmm. athlete. And so like, I could be, I could walk away from the sport looking back and being like man I'm just as proud if not more of like how I try to get back to being a US champion or or winning a trials or making a team as like I was during my quote-unquote glory years so for me like having longevity yeah the drive is still there yeah. but my drive is like what's fueling me is like getting back to like you know being a US champion getting back to like maybe it's just you know making up running you know uh pfft. Like you know, three thirty-three. You know yeah. what I mean? And and that's fine. You know what I mean? That'll that'll get me yeah. like you know.
1: I guess it's the same where you go like high school relays making world world American teams. Um, where now it's just like the goal has changed a little bit. Yeah. So it's like you've had these setbacks. Now it's like let's go make other teams. And yeah, stuff yeah, like that. yeah. So yeah,
2: for sure. I mean, like world cross country would have been nice.
0: <laughs> you trying to wind me up? No, I'm fine, bro. Me
2: up? <laughs> you trying to wind me up? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you guys can um, attest to this. It's like you know, I would say almost. Yeah, the new spikes and the new running shoes. The you know the Vaporflies and the um, whatever um, Stewie's wearing yesterday, the Alphaflies. Yeah, like they, yeah, they make you feel like you can run quicker in them, but those shoes, man, have given life back to people. Yeah, Like we can do workouts and training and your legs aren't you so bounce beat up. back
1: so quick. And yeah. so
2: like, you know, at my age right now, like I feel like this is awesome to have these type of resources yeah. and this type of innovation to allow me to like, yeah, I could squeak out another couple years. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Speaking about those shoes, do you ever want to run a marathon? <laughs> yeah, before that 10-miler, I was ready to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. No, I don't think so, man. Um, I'll say this. You know, one reason I don't wanna to move to the 5K, obviously like it's really, you know, it's really competitive in the in the US and the 5K, but like there's three events in my head that are like just the absolute signatures and the um, the premier events in, in running. The 100, because yeah. everyone wants to be dubbed as the fastest woman or man alive. And everyone like, you know, Usain Bolt is like the biggest guy ever. And you know, Tyson Gay was massive when mm-hmm. he was on top and blah, blah, blah. And then it's the mile, which is the 1500, because everyone has to run the PE mile. Everyone knows what a mile is, right? Whether it's the 1500 or the mile. Um, And then it's the marathon. And so for me, it's like, if I ever moved up, which I don't anticipate, it'd be the marathon because yeah. it's like, why would I, why would I want to go to the do a 10K? <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like there's no money in that. There's no love in yeah. that. You know, like 25 laps or even like, even a 5K is fucking brutal, man. I would say a 5K, I've never done a 10K on the track, but 5K is kind of one of the hardest events.
1: Yeah. Cause it's fast and hard it the is. whole time. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. you're kind of
2: riding that line. Like the 15, yeah. man, if you do it right, you're not riding that line. It's like the last lap, you yeah. know? But, um. But no, I, I don't. I don't foresee a marathon. But you know, if, if I popped to like a really good 5K again, I wouldn't mind like you know, yeah, like stepping up and getting a nice little little payday and ride out in the sunset. With, <laughs> 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 it'd be. Yeah. It'd have to be a flat marathon though. <laughs> yeah, Top, you don't go to New York. No, absolutely not. No, no. no. I, I need, I need like a track. I need like a net downhill. Yeah. Any suggestions? What, what's a, What's a quick one? What do you think the quickest marathon in the world is? Um, probably you Fou- run two Fou- Fou- <laughs> <No>. it <laughs> It's been hey, about a k
1: shorter. Don't do, no. don't do
2: yourself like that, man. No, <laughs> I think it's um, Valencia in Spain. I think yeah. You think the that's quickest. the fastest one? Yeah, everyone But Berlin's quick too. You know what I think would be the fastest marathon? Running a marathon around BU's track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Imagine. Spiked up. Imagine hips after that. Just. Dude, to, I would say this, this is how crazy I would say, what do you think? Is this a hot take? If you ran a marathon around an indoor track or around a track in the dragonflies, you wouldn't be beat up any more than if you had, you know, alpha flies. I don't know.
0: Dude,
2: the dragonflies, man, I'm telling you, you could easily do 10 miles of work on a track and you're fine. Like I've seen it, but like, I don't know about a marathon, but that's a hot take.
1: Yeah. Um, I
2: just thought of something then when we talked about
1: that. But I remember going to the Harvard track once and doing a workout there. And then they told me that Galen Rupp did a 20-mile run, not on the outside of the track, so on the flat part. But yeah, it's yeah, like
2: yeah. pretty much a 250-minute. I know loop. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 20, 20 miles, miles doing 250 meter loop. I believe that. I believe that. Wow, but that's I, like I, 40 I, laps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. But I mean, I, I mean, at Nike, as you know, it's yeah. not an ideal place to be training, which a lot of people think is because they see the the World Headquarters track. Yeah. yeah. But um, we do a lot, a lot of loops, and we have the Ronaldo Soccer Fields, which is three laps to a mile. Mo and Galen would do twenty miles just around there, not even change direction. Yeah.
1: I did it, the I did the long run with um, Bauman when I was there. Yeah,
2: and we did a lot of laps. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why That's Albert good. Park is a freaking wet dream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one question I had: We were talking about you know your future and stuff like that. Um, Do you have Uh, What was it? The what? what, uh, We were talking about your future. The future, yeah, yeah. The future. Um, Sorry, my Australian accent. Oh, oh, no, you're good. It's there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And do you have any sort of idea what you want to do outside running? Oh, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I wonder what you want to do like after running, you know? And then I realized you'll probably just tell me to shut the fuck up because it's part of, you gonna stick to the process. You're not thinking
2: fucking yeah, yeah, six yeah. years down the track.
0: Hey, Joel, don't Wait, ask so that. A-
2: can you ask that question again then? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm about to say. Oh, He's <laughs> got me there. Brett, can you ask it? Um, yeah, Brett, <laughs> Brett you want to take this? Um, no, that's a good question, man. Um, I'll be completely honest with you. I remember my dad asked me this question, actually, like it was, it was before the Olympics for sure. So I don't know, 2014, 2015, before Rio. When I say the Olympics, I'm talking, you know, Rio, not, not Tokyo and not London. <laughs> the ones I'm we like, remember. I'm like, Wait, I, Olympics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My whole life, I'm like the Olympics. Everyone's like, what? I'm like, kids, 2016. <laughs> um, no, so back in 20, back uh, in 2014 or 2015, my dad like just randomly was like, what's your dream job, money aside? And I remember, no hesitation, collegiate coach. Yeah. I was like, I'll dude. I'll down here. Absolutely. I was like, absolutely. And now I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like you couldn't pay me enough to be a collegiate coach. The environment's changed, man. Like, you know, just, just, you, you, speak to any like older school coaches and you know, just the, the attitudes, you know, of some of these kids, you know I mean? I'm, 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 beefing with them on social media. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, they're like, I mean the, I don't know, dude, I, the, when I went to college, I'm gonna sound like an old head, when I'm back in my day, you know, we'd we'd show up and like, you know, the mindset and the culture was whatever. Like we we weren't talking shit to like mm-hmm. Gail and You know what I mean? Now you got like, you know, you got these college kids that are like pretend like they're fans of mine, but they're like trash talking online. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, a lot of privilege, you know, but then then also the culture of it's like, you know, I probably can't swear. At athletes like without getting fired yeah. you know what i mean and, and I, I probably can't kick a kid off a team for like being too slow or or being disruptive to the team like i mean this is like the environment it is now in ncaa's and like for me it's just like i don't know if i have the patience for some of that you know like like at the level that we're at you have an expectation of yourself and i would have that of all my athletes yeah and 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 here's like newsflash in case you didn't know this we are the makeup of like a 1%, right? Like even less than that. Like not every athlete like thinks like us, like Stewie and like, you know, Galen and Mo and and Evan Jaeger and, Mm. and, uh, you know, Grant Fisher, you know? And so like um, coaching kids that don't have that mindset or approach training like how we have, and we've been around, it'd be really frustrating I think as a coach to be like, you know, like guys, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, like my story earlier, like I'd be, I'd be coaching guys that I'm like, all right, guys, let's try breaking four in the mom. They're like, coach, I'm trying to, I'm trying to win the Olympics. Yeah, and I'd be like, yeah, what? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's so. Anyways, I'm going long. Long story short, like I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know. Like you know, I, uh, I, I kind of, um, I've been really interested in, in like a lot of like business finance stuff lately. Like I've been reading some like, you know, finance books and trying to pick up an internship here and there, just like, oh. you know, why I'm hurt. Yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, I've been a lot more interested in things outside of track and field.
0: Yeah, that's what I was told us. Thought.
2: yeah which is sad to me because track has given me so much and it's been a part of my life my whole life like my dad was coaching guys like Rich Kana and, and John Troutman and um you're always gonna be there though right like you could be working I, finance you can come for the odd commentary I like something. to think yeah. I mean I love to be on broadcast yeah, I love like to like I'm i mean we
0: be talking about the Olympics <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, 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 20, like 20,
2: 2044 <laughs> and they're like <laughs> which one yeah, I'm yeah. down here from Brisbane and I'm like yeah, yeah. so it's back in the, the real Olympics yeah. <laughs> the only one that matters oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to have I'd love to have, yeah, some type of involvement whether it's like helping some kids out, right? Like when I say kids, like it could be any level, professional, collegiate, or even high school, like just like guys that I enjoy being around, but not like, that's not like my full-time job. I'd love to like, you know, maybe be on a broadcast or, or like, you know, even I love what like Kyle Merber is doing, you know, like, like he's still like, I'm sure he's got an, also a real job going on, but like, you know, he's got his newsletter, he's got Sidious yeah, Mag yeah. and-, and uh, Second best newsletter out there. Yeah, it? yeah. So you <laughs> well, guys. We've got our own one. You <laughs> <got> your own <laughs> Was yours before or after his? After. Cut that. <laughs> 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 um, and so like, th- those things are fun, right? Like, you know, I-, I feel like I don't wanna make it like, I feel like I owe it to the sport, but I do, right? Like, I, I love it so much, <laughs> it's given me so much opportunity, enjoyment, that I would feel like an absolute shitty person if I walked away from the sport and had no involvement and gave back. Yeah. Whether it's my time, money, or energy. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I it, and, I- and truthfully, I love it. Like, I-, I mean, obviously you can't not love it being in the sport as long as I have, right? I'm you, you fuck, you'd have a sad life if you hated the whole time yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean training fucking sucks if you're doing it right but yeah. shit. you know what though man it's 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 a fun it's a fun lifestyle and that's why there's so, probably there's so many athletes out there that like probably should have retired years ago and it's hard for them to because the lifestyle is fucking yeah, fun, yeah. Man. you get to travel around the world like you got your best your guys mates best friends yeah. you know you're going out there and just like i mean when you're healthy and you're grinding it's fun it's fun yeah when you're actually in shape Like, and you're just out there and you're like- runs feel good. And it's just like, yeah. you you like, honestly, you're always working for that feeling again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? like That's a true runner's high, right? And that runner's
2: high is like, maybe a couple months a year and everything else is like, you're just trying to get back there. (laughs) But you, it's like, it's, I was going to make a a shitty comparison, probably about like, about a ex girlfriend or something. (laughs) It's like, like, you're like, you're trying to relive those memories and those times. And it's like, you know, most of the time, it's not going to be like-
1: (laughs) Uh, We had a question here from uh, Jack Rayner. And Already, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: this is live. Yeah, it's live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And and just he he, in he the whole said, line.
1: Uh, um, "Please ask this anonymously." Oh, okay, uh, this is an anonymous question. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that time I beat your ass in the Stanford in 2017?
2: <gasps> Who's this. Uh, yeah, oh, the, anonymous. make making Britson. He beat me at the Stanford. to be <laughs> Uh that was yeah, I think that was probably his best race to date, right? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't done anything since. Um yeah, nah. that's funny. No, Jack, yeah. Tell, tell Jack, we already discussed that right off in the first yeah. five minutes of oh, the podcast. Shut yeah. up, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Sh- uh, yeah yeah. Well, um, so
1: we're going go to go onto some rapid fire questions. This is the first time we've ever done this. So okay. if it goes
2: bad, we'll just cut it and <laughs> yeah, never it speak bad, of we're it again. Actually, going to cut out the whole interview. <laughs> so let me ask this. Scrap it all. Let me ask this though. So with rapid questions, like how many seconds would you say? Like I know it's supposed to be like first thing that comes to your mind. It's y- yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. Well, like you can for, like, take you. you... Five seconds, three seconds, yeah, one like, second? Wait, Look, some of them. Some we haven't thought this like, through too much. Really through that.
0: That. <laughs> like, I don't want
1: hesitation. It's like first thing that comes to mind, spit uh, out. No, nah, no, nah, it doesn't
0: have to okay, be Okay, first way.
1: thing that comes to mind, then have like another second to okay. lock it in. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, all right. And then have like 30 seconds to dwell on it and then give
2: it to And then give it to, to you. It. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I reckon, So you just run through them all. I'll just run through Let it more. rip. And then there's what, five? Ten. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought you guys said five
0: or something. Five in my head. Yeah. We said rapid fire. You're only going (laughs) to air five of them. Depends how (laughs) good they (laughs) are. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, It was yeah great to hear from Centro. And again, to mention that rapid fire question and answer special will be on Substack Wednesday night. So be sure to check that out.
1: Um, also, Murray Plant Memorial, Meet on Thursday. Are you going to make it to that one, Joel? I'll be there. Not going camping again? or No, nah, 100% nah. I'll be there. Good. Yeah. You know oh, why? Uh,
0: why? Because I was never going to be racing that, so of course yeah, I want
1: to yeah. be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to just uh, watching it. Yeah. And uh, Fred Curley in the 200. I saw he, someone, he was doing a Q&A like, on Instagram the other day. And yeah. someone said, what's your goals for Australia? And he said, 19 and 42. So... <laughs> Nine, nineteen seconds for the two hundred and 42 forty two for the four hundred, which is a world record.
0: Fuck, that's pretty cool. I uh, Toon <laughs> met him. Oh really? Tune, yeah, yeah. Toon was at the track on Thursday. Toon used my um, bike because he was on Thursday. Collis told him to come and take photos, and I think Toon thought he was taking photos of us guys, but he was like on the track taking photos of like the MTC sprinters. And I think. Oh really? Yeah, yeah and then f- he met. Yeah, yeah. yeah. apparently. Um, Fred was like, oh, you're tuned from the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: cool. No, apparently he's a huge like running fan, like really? loves
0: distance. Really? That's um, cool. Yeah,
1: like loves everything yeah. about athletics. That's cool. So, which is cool. Because yeah. I think
0: you get you know, a lot of the sprinters, you expect them to just be like super arrogant. yeah, not really give a fuck, or like a bit diva.
1: Yeah. Um, which, yeah, which is cool. So um, I'm excited to go and watch all, all those races, the mile as well, the 3K um, is going to be. Some pretty good races, like I think Stewie's gone around in the three k, which would be, yeah, cool. I That's think amazing. a few of the um the runners from the Ram World Crosser staying around to yeah. have a race in some of the events, which we sort of not
0: DC Lakeside packed out, but I reckon this will be pretty packed.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do wonder if yeah how many people. Will Hopefully, up, so. as
0: many people. As like nitro, remember that? Yeah, yeah.
1: They had the stands at the end, so That's I think they're they're not doing um yeah, it's not like ticketed seats, so like you don't get a seat. Yeah. Yet.
0: Um, which means they can pack it out. Yeah, if they go all the standing room and stuff. So yeah. Well, this is coming out Tuesday night, so hopefully everyone listening will we'll go will make along.
1: It there. Yeah. Now, <laughs> um, yeah. things we've seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Tim Vincent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> every every time we do it, you're like, are you going to do it this time? Mm. Fuck no, if you are. And every time people get annoyed in DMs, I want to keep doing it. <laughs> Maybe if, if there's one week and no one messages us in DMs, yeah. we'll be like, all right now we'll phase it yeah.
1: out. Um. I hope everyone enjoyed the video of it too. Yeah. I think it added a little little more to be able to see us speak about it but then watch the video as we're kind of speaking about it. Shout out to
0: Saskia for putting all that hard work in to make make us uh, look good in that.
1: Yeah. Uh, So mine this week is – so Steve Scullion, who came on the the podcast during uh, Movember, yeah, he we talked about his running school he does, and so he does a lot of videos now where he's like kind of running, and he has a drone following him, yeah. and then he has like a microphone so how, he like talks.
0: Do you know how he has the drone following him?
1: I think it's like a, either you have something. With you, yeah, and it knows uh, to follow because okay. I've seen it like with snowboarding and stuff like that, and yeah. like mountain biking where it knows to follow you. So if yeah. you stop, it'll stop, stop as well. And yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so he's running and like talking about reco- recovery runs and and, and second <laughs> runs, and he's saying how they actually reduce injuries. And then about one second later, he trips on a rock yeah. and like fucks himself, yeah. like smashes himself into the ground. It's like um, one of
0: those family guys, like vertical to horizontal. Yeah, like yeah. Split second, like split seconds, <laughs>
1: Yeah, and he, yeah, he's like obviously looks like he hurt himself. He sent me sent me some photos, had some pretty bad grazes, but yeah. he, he said he's fine. But thanks to Steve also for um, sending me the video. I didn't shot <laughs> I didn't screen record it, so I had to send him a message going, "Hey, I want to pay you out. <laughs> Can you uh, please, please send one. it? Yeah. yeah. Hey,
0: do you mind? Uh, I'm gonna bully you online. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Steve, obviously take take the good side of that. It's funny um my one was a bloke it's it's always annoying when you find find one that you think is really great and then like it takes a week and then you get everyone sending it to Mm. us so then it's like come on did Um, you even think of it yeah exactly yeah um but it's this bloke had a lot of brett energy i reckon um standing (laughs) on the on the start line um he's doing this race and he is he's got sunnies on and he's just the biggest diva He's fucking jumping up and down, carrying on like a pork chop. He's got sunnies on. He's doing all these stretches. The worst part about it is it's actually posted by the guy. Oh, really? I'm 99% sure it's posted by that the guy. You know, he's got – I think he's dubbed in music over the eye of the tiger or something like that. But the funniest thing is you can look at other people in the crowd, like in the, the front, just looking at him, just going – Guy's a
1: dickhead. (laughs) It looks like a pretty casual, um, fun run, too. Yeah, everyone's just chilling, and he's
0: just like so over the top. Look at me, bit of me, me, me.
1: He's bought the old Oregon Project symbol as well, which he would have paid a fortune for. Um, It's just not what we're about, that's it. So that's it. Yeah, you'll see them later on TikTok and Instagram. So
0: about Enjoy. time we get the fuck out of this hot studio. I know. It is literally 70 degrees in here. We've got to work out some sort of thing. Yeah. We've got to have hate, a fan hate, in here or something. I'm
1: not doing heat training anymore, so I don't know why we're <laughs> doing this.
0: But, That's uh, a wrap on episode 42. Anything else, Brett?
1: I um, hope you enjoyed the Ryan Gregson Q&A. Yeah. Also. I've heard, had a few messages about it. They have g- you? Good to hear from Tricky Garrett. Um, good. Who's one of our mates. But uh,
0: it was actually, to be honest, it was actually really good for me to speak to Grego just as a mate again. Like, we'll just chat, talking shit. It was great. It's like I haven't spoke to him. So now I feel like maybe he's like ignoring me. So next time I want to have a chat with him, I'll have to lie and say <laughs> yeah, a podcast. Yeah. I'll like have them have a mic set up and he's all like talking to me and stuff. Like, otherwise, he blocks my number.
1: But Grego's racing as well yeah. on Thursday, which um, it's
0: going to be sick to see. it would be good back. to see.
1: Yeah, he hasn't had a race, and he said it was at, um, had a bit of injuries A struggle with. So, yeah. Um, yeah, good to see him back out there. So it's crazy when you think about Gregor three thirty one um, when yeah. he was twenty.
0: Yeah, we talked about that. It was, we, went, yeah. we went deep on that, and and just talking about like, yeah, how what well, that was one of the biggest questions. That, uh, questions I was most interested in is like how you can keep motivated for so many years through so much mm. injury, um, and. Yeah, obviously, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to it. But he pretty much talks about how it's because he had that success, so he know it's getting back to that. Yeah, as opposed to the guy who's you know never trying it, to tra- yeah. trying to chase it.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I guess that does help as well with motivation because you know you know you can, you've been there. your body can do that. Yeah, you can get back to it. Where if you haven't done it, it's all um, known. It's the dream. Yeah, right? yeah, and maybe. It might, it's half the time I think oh, I'll never get to that maybe I can't do that exactly Where, yeah
0: yeah and one other. So he like, had it easy <laughs> yeah exactly. it wasn't even hard um I think the, the other interesting thing he said was like the, in his final year after he'd like you know he said he'd made a lot of mistakes but a lot of it was bad luck and stuff and I've, um after like you know the fourth year he just promised himself he goes if you happen if it happens again you're out you're done so it's like once he sort of made that promise to himself, it's like, if I get injured again, I'm am done. Like mm. this is it. This is a make or break, and it's sort of you know who's able to do it, and then obviously the next year Rio Olympics yeah. make the final yeah. and stuff. So um, I suppose we've talked about enough. Now there's no point. Back listen, to listen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to listen, so I just wanted to ask you. Now <laughs> so you can get it. That's it for for the episode. Um, see you next week, guys.
0: See you later.